Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You're encouraging us again this week, Colin, how to develop a positive faith attitude. And today you're talking about authority. Now, I have to say that's not always a popular word. Um, no, uh, I, I think people like to be in authority, but they don't like to be under authority. Yes. But of course, what we have to acknowledge is that if Jesus Christ is Lord, and he is, then he is the ultimate authority at all times. That's what it means to say he is Lord. He is the ultimate authority. So if we say Jesus Christ is my Lord, we're saying he is the authority in my life. So as I was beginning to explain yesterday, God wants to exercise his authority in us and through us. So it is essential that we are submitted to his authority. You see, in and of myself, I don't have any authority. Because ultimately, because Jesus is Lord, all authority belongs to him. Jesus actually said that the Father had given him all authority on heaven and on earth. So all authority belongs to Jesus. But Jesus delegates authority in a number of different ways. And we are told in the New Testament always to be submitted to the delegated authorities, even to the secular civic government. The scripture is very clear about that because uh, if there isn't submission to uh, the rule of law, then there is anarchy. And where there is anarchy, of course, there's all kinds of negative things that completely destroy people's lives and destroy society. So even secular authority, ultimately, it comes from God. There, nobody would have any authority. Uh, Jesus made this quite clear, you see, uh, at the time of his uh, trial before Pilate. You remember Pilate said to him, don't you realize that I have the authority to either crucify you or release you? And Jesus said to him, you would have no authority over me unless it was given you from above, from heaven. So Jesus was placing himself under the authority of Pilate because he knew he had to be judged and condemned even though he was innocent because he was going to the cross not for his sins because he didn't have any, but for our sins, for our guilt, for our crimes. He was uh, bearing the punishment that we deserve. So even, even in that situation, uh, Pilate could not have had the authority over Jesus unless God had allowed him to have that. When Jesus was arrested, you remember the crowd that came to arrest him, they all fell down um, before, really, before the glory of Jesus. Uh, and uh, it, why, why did that happen? Well, it was quite clear, as Jesus said, look, I could summon legions of angels to stop this happening uh, if, if that was the right thing to do. Um, it was like saying, you wouldn't be able to lay a finger on me uh, unless that authority was given to you. 
It's very interesting, actually, isn't it? Because Jesus didn't die a day before he knew that was the right time for him to die. He 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 offered his life at the at just that appropriate time. Yes, and they wanted to kill him, of course, long before that, but they were unable to do so. They could not until Jesus um, yielded his life, uh, yielded himself, really, to be arrested. So he was always in control. Tried. He was always in control. Actually, he was always in control of his death. Do you remember that uh, they were surprised that Jesus had died already when they came to break the legs of the other two thieves so that they would die before the... Um, uh, bef- uh, before sunset um, uh, and they were surprised that Jesus had already died but that's because he chose the moment to die everything was in in his control he yielded up his spirit so he wasn't committing suicide or anything he, he died uh, because he was crucified but he chose the moment at which to yield up his spirit to the Father so Jesus was in complete control. And this is what it, it means when you acknowledge the authority of God in your life. You see, he is in control. Now, so often it seems that the circumstances in which we are placed are not under God's control. And Paul says that, you know, that uh, what we see uh, does not always display the purposes of God. But then he sees, but we see Jesus. Uh, and what, what Paul is really saying is this. We know that we, we have to outwork the will of God in a world that is basically opposed to Jesus. Uh, the flesh is opposed to Jesus. Satan is opposed to Jesus. Um, the other world religions and so on are opposed to Jesus as the Son of God, even though some will acknowledge him as a prophet. So they are opposed to the truth. We, on the other hand, as those who belong to Christ and live in him, belong to the truth. So we are submitted to the truth. But we know that because Jesus is Lord, he is the greatest authority. And therefore, he has the ability to change the circumstances in which we're placed. And this is the wonderful thing. If you submit yourself to his authority, then his authority can be released into the situation, circumstances of your life. Let me just take a very practical um, example. Supposing you needed healing. Now, your instinct might be immediately to say, well, Lord, come and heal me. But you see, the first thing you need to do is actually to submit yourself to Jesus. It says a very interesting thing in the Gospels, that Jesus healed all who came to him. But Jesus did not go to every sick person to heal them. But he healed those who came to him. Why? Because in that coming, they were submitting themselves to him in one way or another. They were submitting to his authority. And the best thing for you to do if you are ever in a need of receiving healing or 
anything else from God for that matter, is first and foremost to submit yourself afresh to God. You see, what he wants to do is not just heal sicknesses, he wants to heal people. And when you submit yourself afresh to the Lord, you are placing yourself in the Lord's hands. Now, you see, this is the kind of faith that gets results because you are placing yourself in the Lord's authority, under the Lord's authority, so that then the Lord can exercise his authority in you. Speak the word only, Lord, and your servant shall be healed. By your stripes I am healed. You, You see, the authority of what Jesus has won for us on the cross, the power of, of, of that great truth can then influence and affect our lives. But that's not just a selfish thing, because if we submit ourselves to God, his power and authority can work through us. So if you need healing, you come to the Lord, you submit yourself afresh to him, uh, you, you give yourself to him, And yes, you let him to forgive anything that needs to be forgiven, but you're yielding yourself to him. Why? Because you, you, you want him to heal you so that then you can be a more effective and fruitful witness for his kingdom. But you see, he also wants to rule through you. So whether you're sick or not, or whether there's a particular need that you want God to meet or not, you can submit yourself to the Lord to be used by the Lord so that His authority can flow through you to heal sick people around you, that you can use that authority with your neighbors, with your friends, with people at church, people who who are not even believers, because so often if God heals them, that is the very evidence that they need to understand that God is real and his love for them is genuine. Uh, it's a, it means a lot more to an unsaved person to suddenly be healed than to listen to a whole load of words of testimony that we want to heave upon them. There's a place for testimony, but there's a place also, you see, for uh, the power of God to be manifested before we've got very much to say. When Jesus sent the 72 out, he said, eat what is said before you, heal the sick, and then tell them the kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, When he sent the 12 out, he did it the other way. He said, preach the gospel of the kingdom, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. So you see, it can work either way. But with the 72, it was heal them first, then tell them why they were healed. The kingdom of God is at hand. What were they doing? They were exercising the authority of the kingdom. Now, God wants us to have the faith to realize we can come to him with our needs and he will rule in us over the sickness, over the need, or he will exercise his rule around us to change the negative adverse circumstances in which we're placed. But he also wants to exercise that authority through us so that the lives of other people can be impacted by his life, by his love, and by his power. And God wants you to have the faith to believe that God would use you like that simply because you belong to Christ and he lives in you. You've been listening to Faith for Today presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 